Hello, friends and family. We're continuing to work through Ernest from Earth, and we are on chapter 6. Ernest and his new acquaintance tossed the ball back and forth, exchanging smiles and nods of approval, until Otis broke up the game with an announcement. The Universal Translator is ready. Great, said Ernest, and he gestured for the boy to hold the ball. Ernest turned to the pod, and the boy followed, closing the distance between them. The boy watched as Ernest leaned over the side of the spacecraft and emerged with a tiny bullet-shaped device and what appeared to be a small square sticker. Ernest held the minuscule device between his thumb and forefinger, showing it to the boy for a moment before he inserted it into his own ear. Then Ernest removed the backing from the sticker and placed a small, clear patch onto the back of his neck. Ernest asked, Can you understand me? Yeah, the boy said with a mixture of excitement and confusion. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, it works, Ernest exclaimed. The Universal Translator was a small instrument designed to instantly translate any language uploaded into its system through a small earbud, while also utilizing the wearer's own nerve pathways to manipulate mouth and vocal cord movements and project real-time translations in the selected language. Essentially, the Universal Translator instantly recognized Ernest's thoughts and manipulated his vocal expression of those thoughts to allow Ernest to actually speak in his new acquaintance's native tongue. My name's Ernest. Ernest Emeka. The boy looked puzzled, and he remained several steps away from Ernest, but he introduced himself. I'm Dat Sparrow. Dat paused and looked Ernest over before he continued. What are you? Oh, I'm a kid, just like you, Ernest replied. You don't look like any kid I've ever seen before. Well, Ernest thought for a moment. I'm not from around here. Where are you from? Dat inquired. I'm... Ernest began to answer, but he was interrupted by Otis. I do not think it is a good idea to divulge too much information to this being, Otis announced in Dat's native tongue, in order to be understood by both young boys. Who's that? questioned Dat defensively, tilting his head to peer around Ernest and look at the spacecraft. Don't mind him, Ernest reassured, and Dat returned his attention to the earthling before him. Ernest let out a deep breath and stared down at his feet for a moment, unsure how to proceed. He looked at the baseball glove on his hand and gave a slight smile before looking up at Dat with a serious expression on his face. He looked Dat in the eyes, eyes that, like his own, seemed curious and honest. If I tell you something, can you keep it a secret? Ernest asked. Dat, sensing the gravity of the situation, nodded and said, I promise. Ernest smiled. He felt the truth in Dat's promise and shared with him the events that had led him to Targ. Ernest told Dat about Earth and traveling the stars. He talked about his mother and his father and his sister. He recalled the explosion and the crash. He divulged that he did not know where the rest of his family was, or 
how he would get home. Dad stared at Ernest quietly, then said, Well, I guess you better stick with me. Ernest smiled gratefully and softly said, Thank you. Dat just nodded and motioned to the rescue pod. We better cover this thing up. Ernest agreed, and he began to gather his things from the small craft. I do not condone this, Otis objective. I know, but we could be stuck here, Ernest countered. Are you coming or not? Well, I suppose I am left with little recourse, Otis submitted. And Ernest grabbed from the console of the ship what appeared to be a small black bracelet. The flexible bracelet was actually a sophisticated computer that would allow Ernest to access Otis. You got me? Ernest asked, speaking to the device, to the device secured around his wrist. Yes, Otis replied, seemingly annoyed. And we'll continue to broadcast the homing signal from the pod and scan for signals for the rest of the family? Ernest continued, Indeed. Ernest and Dat then scurried about the forest, dragging large fallen branches to cover the spacecraft. After much effort, the craft was entirely obscured, and the two boys stood proudly admiring their work. They nodded to each other in agreement over a job well done. But realizing their first task had been completed, Dat looked Ernest over and said, and now we better do something about you. Ernest looked down at himself and then at Dat. He agreed. Dat stared at Ernest, rubbing his chin and tilting his head with thought. I got some clothes we can put on you, but you're going to have to do something with the color of your skin. Dat drifted off into further thought. I don't know, he continued. Maybe we can slap some of my mom's makeup on you or something. May I offer a suggestion? Otis interjected. Ernest nodded to his wristband. We can use a full-body holographic projection to make your skin red. Ernest raised an eyebrow. I can project a red tint over the surface of your body that will be completely undetectable. If you use makeup as your new counterpart suggests, You'll be discovered the first time you shake someone's hand or accidentally brush against a wall and paint it crimson. Okay, fair point, Dat conceded. You will still need culturally appropriate clothing, as this projection will essentially be mapped over your skin. Ernest looked at Dat, who nodded, and shrugged with agreement. Uh, okay, can we do the projection now? Ernest asked. Indeed. Suddenly, a red tint began spreading from Ernest's wristband. It covered his left hand and traveled up his arm, climbed up his neck and over his face, disappeared down his right sleeve and appeared again covering his right hand. Ernest looked exactly the same, only red. The skin projection was undetectable even to Ernest who held up his hands for closer examination. He turned his hands back and forth, admiring the way the projection perfectly mimicked the various highlights and shadows of real skin. He touched the back of his own hand with the other, feeling no indication of the projection. Ernest looked up at Dat, with his hand still raised. His new skin tone was slightly darker than Dat's, but it looked like real skin. 
Ernest smiled at that, lifting his hands to his side and shrugging. Well, it looks good, Dat said. Then he laughed. What's so funny? Ernest questioned. Just never thought I'd see somebody choose to be red. Ernest furrowed his brow with confusion and asked, What do you mean? Ah, oh, nothing, Dat replied with a chuckle. It's just that if a guy was to pick his own color, he'd have it a lot easier picking blue. Ernest was still confused, but Dat continued. Let's go get those clothes. With that, Dat turned and started marching off through the woods. Ernest liked Dat immediately. He seemed confident, self-assured. Ernest even felt a twinge of excitement as he picked up his bag and followed his new friend. That is the end of chapter 6.